Jai Jai Sitchitanya Jaya Nichananda Jaya Dvaitanya Jaya Gauravakta Vinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna So um, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur wrote a commentary on the Sri Chaitanya Bhagavat and that commentary is called the Gaudiya Bhasya and it's a very uh, significant commentary and it's really uh, very nice now Srila Bhakti Siddhanta after completing that commentary then he wrote a few uh, closing words so <coughs> I thought let me read those the pastimes of the Panchatattva are most enchanting Sri Gaurasundar is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Lord Nichananda is his personal manifestation. Advaita is his separate expansion. Gadadhar is his energy and Srinivas is his devotee. They are the supreme deliverers of the fallen souls. They are most dear to Sri Gaurakishore and they are the old goal of the fallen souls. Shiva's brother had a daughter named Narayani who was the otter's mother. Her mind fixed at the lotus feet of Vishwamba. Um, her son was Rindavandas, who was unlimitedly merciful, who compiled Sri Chaitanya Bhagavad, who was the last servant of Nichananda, and revealed that service to the devotees of Hari is the essence of all. He perfectly described the incomparable glories of the Vaishnavas, the mind of those who are averse to the Vaishnavas always disturbed by the material desires, sorry, by the material miseries. Such persons are as worthless as ash. Vrindavanda averse to Nitai were suitable candidates for compassion, so he kicked them in the head. There's no one in the three worlds as greatly compassionate or sober as him, for he delivers such persons from material existence. Foolish people intoxicated by false ego cannot understand him, so they attempt to establish him as an angry person. The hypocrites hide their own low-class mentality and can never understand the punishment awarded by a Vaishnava, which is simply an exhibition of compassion. In the course of writing this commentary, see Gaudiya Bhasya with the desire to serve the devotees, have rejected all forms of cheating headed by duplicity, while writing this commentary on Chaitanya Bhagavad, the Lord always maintained me and gave me the necessary strength of heart. Sri Bhaktivinoda would always say that Sri Chaitanya Bhagavad describes the process of pure devotional service. By constantly studying this book, one's sinful mentality is destroyed and one will achieve the joy of ecstatic love for Krishna. The desire to satisfy one's senses has no place in devotional service. There's no question of sense gratification in the service of Vaishnavas. As a result of serving the devotees, one attains prem, the most valuable asset, and all material diseases are, are vanquished. 
The desire to emerge in the existence of the Lord is as crooked as playing dice, for it deprives one of all auspiciousness. The gross and subtle bodies of a person, expert in the worship of the Bhagavads, are destroyed by strength of his devotional service. The writer of this commentary is Sivarsabhanavi Daitadas, who desires to attain Sivarsabhanavi and who is the servant of her beloved Lord. Although he is averse to devotional service and his mind is attached to material enjoyment, he begs for the shelter of the Lord's lotus feet. Sri Chaitanya Mad is situated with Shri, within Sri Godamando in Mayapur Navadvip, the topmost theater and site of Gora's appearance. No cheaters are residing therein, only Gora's devotees live there. I always reside in the association of Srila Bhaktivinoda's servants. Accepting the order on my head, I completed this commentary on the hill of Utkamand at the end of the month of Jesta in the Gorapti year 446 AD 1932. While writing this commentary, the devotees took care of me and deceived me with awe and respect. They bound me with ropes of affection by always providing facilities for me and encouraging me in my devotional service. May my mind always remain fixed at the lotus feet of Lord Goranga's devotees like Bhakti Vinod. May my mind always remain fixed in eternal service as it was while writing this commentary as the servant of the three Dandi Sannyasis. Hmm. So it's nice towards the end. He's speaking, the devotees deceived, deceived me with awe and respect. Yes. Um, we can be so easily become proud when we're given awe and respect. And all the devotees are exalted. So why would we be, uh, be worshipped? Um, they bound me with ropes of affection by, by always providing facilities for me. Yes, and encouraging me in my devotional service. So this is very much the community of the devotees. And, and therefore, the devotees are very, they have a, a big heart. They're very generous. So, Dasusmi, I am the servant. Srila Bhakti Siddhanta would sign his letters. May my mind always remain fixed at the lotus feet of Lord Karanga's devotees, like Sri Bhakti Vinod. <sighs> May my mind always remain fixed in eternal servants, as it was while writing this commentary, as the servants of the three Dandi Sannyasas. Hmm. So let me uh, look a little bit uh, back at the beginning, where it says, uh, he describes the Panchatattva, and then he says, they are the supreme deliverers of the fallen souls. They're most dear to Sri Gorikishore. Um, so this shows how Srila Bhakti Siddhanta is a disciple, and how he's thinking of whatever is dear to his spiritual master. That automatically is important. Because nothing in relation to the spiritual master is ever casual. Everything in relation to the spiritual master is significant. And even if he says a casual thing, it is, it is to be taken as significant. Even if he does apparently ordinary things, still 
whatever the spiritual master does is to be given special attention. So whatever is dear to the spiritual master should be dear to the disciple. In this way, uh, one can be a disciple. So Srila Bhakti Siddhanta is showing what it means to be a disciple. And that is very, very important, of course. That's why I wanted to read this particular portion. Um, now we will go to, and sample a little bit from this Gaudiya Basya, and we'll just uh, do a search on some topics. And uh, let us see what comes up. So I thought, first of all, uh, let's read, let's hear something about, uh, about uh, the Godamandal. Yesterday I was uh, reading in the, in the work of Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur's disciple, um, Professor Nisikan Sanyal, and uh, there also he said something about Godamandal, and I will read that later also. Um, so, there are 14 worlds in the material universe, among them, Bur, Buvar, Swar are mainly inhibited by materialistic persons. Among these three worlds, Jambudvip on this earth planet is the best. In Jambudvip, Bharatvarsa is the best. In the land of Bharatvarsa, Godamandal, which is non different from Sri Vrajamandal, is the best. And in Godamandal, the most pious nine islands of Sri Navadvip are the best. There is no place superior to Navadvip in the three worlds because Sri Gohari, the all auspicious ocean of mercy, imparted love of God, which is rarely attained even by the demigods, to anyone only one without considering whether they were qualified recipients or not. Therefore, the glories of Sri Navadip are factually incomparable and matchless. And we're now reading from the uh, Chaitanya Bhagavat Adi Kanda, second chapter, text number five, the Gaudiya Basya commentary. Um, Yes, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta speaks about the abodes known as Godamandal, Ksetramandal, and Vrajamandal. So these three abodes, Godamandal, Ksetramandal, and Vrajamandal, these are the abodes of the Kauriyavaisa, of the followers of Lord Chaitanya, because Lord Chaitanya himself um, was in these three abodes, and the deeper meaning of these three abodes is uh, is most significant to us. Sometimes the Gauda Manda is described here as Sri uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is situated within Sri Gonda Mandal in Mayapur, Navadvip, the topmost theater and site of Gora's appearance. No cheaters are residing therein. Only Gora's devotees live there. Hmm. That's just directly from the Chaitanya Bhagavad. Uh -huh. 
Yeah, so uh, in the uh, in the work of uh, of Professor Nisikant's, yeah, the historical significance, the term Goda, the name that is borne by the country of Shitetanya's nativity is obscure. It occurs in the works of the famous grammarian Panini as the name uh, of a well-known city of the East. <laughs> the geographical location of the regions bearing that name referred to in ancient literature presents a bewildering variety, being applied to tracts and towns scattered in all directions and attaining an extent that is sometimes equivalent to the greater part of northern India. It is supplied the designation to a wide division of the Brahmanas, a well-known style of the Sanskrit rhetoricians, and a technical term connected with the metal silver to the industrialists of old India. The name of the spiritual preceptor of Sri Sankaracharya is Godapad Vasimadvacharya, inhabitant of the extreme south of the country. There is also the name, the interesting name of Godapur Nananda, to was better. <clears throat> no theory regarding the historical origin or application of the world is yet forthcoming that offers any satisfactory clue to the copious use of the word by the ancient in such diverse connections. Hmm. There is evidence to prove uh, that there were similar grades in the geographical denotation of the word Goda also at the period of the advent of Sri Chaitanya. It was then applied to, to uh, one, the country under rule of the Mohammedan king of Bengal, two, uh, Jewish capital situated in the northern district of Mountain, three, Yeah. Um, so it is it's said that, uh, let's see. The, uh, the northern provinces, north of the uh, Vindhya mountains, which divide India, North of them, there are the Panchagoda provinces, and south are the Panchadravida provinces. Um, so Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appeared in this Panchagoda area. Uh, then Goda is also known as the, uh, the capital of the, uh, of the government that was situated in... Uh, in the Malda district in North Bengal. Uh, we have the Goda Mandal is the area around uh, Navadvip. It is said that the circumference of this area is 168 square miles. And that makes the, or 168 miles, sorry, not square, it's a circumference, right? Uh, 168 miles. Um, in the uh, that would make then 
the radius uh, some 29 miles or 43 kilometers. Yeah, so there's a circle with a radius of 43 kilometers, which makes up the holy dam of, of Navdeep. Uh, so uh, this land of Goda, there's also Goda Desh, which is sometimes referred to uh, as, the, uh, as the entire land of Bengal. Um, the entire land of Bengal is, is connected to Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and is a special land. I mean, of course, in 1947, that is divided, but both in East and West Bengal, we find the birthplaces of many uh, great personalities and, uh, and, uh, and, and pastime places of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Um, so we're referring then to the holy land of Goramandala Bhumi. Mm, yes. Uh, so let us look a little bit at this Godiabhasya, uh, where we are getting some information, and uh, we'll just do some, um, some search here and there on some topics. Um, so let us say, um, we have, uh, we can talk about the We've spoken about the community. Uh, let's see, of love. Oh, we. Um, 16. You have to bear with me. It takes a little time to do this. Um, but. So. Okay, is there any topic? from all the discussions that you've heard to me that we would that you would like to me to check on if 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 this Kodiabasya says anything. I leave it now up to you to question. So please, as you've heard my lectures, uh, something you might remember, any topic that you think that you would like me to look at in the Kodiabasya. No, no comments. You can type it, but no one is typing. Okay, then I'll begin, but you can suggest some things that I should search. Huh? All right. So we can look at... Uh, at uh, at Ashram. And we get different things. Uh, so we get some topics on fine ashram, and I'll, I'll speak of that. Fully controlling his senses. Um, he should, should associate only as much as necessary with women as those, or those controlled by women. Uh, okay, that is a, that is a brahmachari. Uh, a brahmachari, one has not accepted the Grihastha ashram family life, must rigid, rigidly avoid talking with women or about women, for the senses are so powerful that they might, 
that they may even agitate the mind of a sannyasi, a member of the renounced order of life. Uh, woman is compared to fire, a man is compared to a butter pot. Therefore, a man should avoid associating even with his own daughter in a secluded place. Similarly, should also avoid association with other women. Um, so here he has, um, as as Shilabhakti Siddhanta mentions, he's summarized some a discussion between Maharaj Yudhisthira and Narada Muni uh, from Srimad Bhagavatam. Uh, 7, 12, 6, and 7, and 9, 11. Yeah. So that whole, uh, he dedicates uh, several uh, parts of the purport to that, to the verses of Srimad Bhagavatam. Um, therefore, if one Narada Muni says to you, dear Maharaj, in Srimad Bhagavatam 7, 14, 12, 13, therefore, if one can give up his attachment to such a wife, he conquers the Supreme personality of God who is never conquered by anyone. Through proper deliberation, one should give up attraction to his wife's body. That body will ultimately be transformed into small insects, stools or, stool or ashes. What is the value of this insignificant body? How much greater is the Supreme Being who is, the, who is all-pervading like the sky? All right, so here we're speaking in favor of renunciation, and now let us open. Don't know what happened, something went wrong. Uh, yeah. I'm just trying to hold this read the verse. Yeah. So sages condemn the association of women, yet they glorify Lord Balaram's association with the cowherd girls in the Rasa dance. Yeah, so Gaudiya Vaishnavas, anyway, uh, are different than the sages are practicing renunciation, who are practicing learning, uh, who are practicing authority. Um, and the Gaudiya Vaishnavas, they are different because they are uh, the Gaudiyas, they are giving uh, giving their whole heart in uh, to the um, to Krishna, so that is different then. Um, and then, uh, family life can also be favorable uh, if if one if husband and wife are both devoted to the Lord, then uh, they can have a favorable situation from where they can practice their Krishna consciousness. Uh, then, sannyas and renunciation has another purpose. Uh, it has the purpose of giving one's energy to more people and to simply uh, and to simply uh, dedicate oneself to uplifting humanity at large. Uh, and in this way, um, that that renunciation then is. Uh, is important because one can uh, 
do amazing uh, as a sannyasi. One can uh, do greater service in distributing the, uh, the mercy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But then, uh, then when Prabhupada first saw his, uh, his Western, young Western Grihasta disciples, and they went from uh, Los Angeles to, uh, to London to start preaching Krishna consciousness, and then Prabhupada said, they're doing more than the Sassis. Uh, so, um, ultimately, it is about giving Krishna consciousness to others. It is not about renunciation. But if there's any advantage to the renounced ashram, then it's simply that one can become a better instrument, more free for giving the mercy to others. Okay, someone is asking if the book speaks about Dira. I'm sure it does. Uh, so I'm going to... Uh, Dira. So Dira means uh, not disturbed um, or sober. So here we go. There's lots about Dira. Um, those who are Dira are sober and they tolerate the itching. Okay, he's referring to a, a verse of Srimad Bhagavatam. Uh, 7945, Pallad Maharaj says to Lord sex life is compared to the rubbing of two hands to relieve an itch. Kriya medis, so-called grihasas who have no spiritual knowledge, think that this itching is the greatest platform of happiness, although actually it's a source of distress. The Kripanas, the fools, who are just opposite of Brahmanas, are not satisfied by repeated sensuous enjoyment. Those who are dira, however, who are sober and who tolerate this itching, are subjected to the sufferings of fools and and and, and, and rascals. Uh, uh, yeah, there's there's a lot more on, on Dira. It comes up in the text many times. Uh, but then, it, oh, sorry, I went a little too far. So, Gorachanda Jaya Dharma Seta Mahadira. Jaya Sankirtan Maya Sundara Sarira. All glories to the most sober Gorachandra, who is the bridge to religion. All glories to his most attractive form, which is the embodiment of congregational chanting of the holy name. So he's the Dharma Seta, Setu. Uh, the word Dharma Setu is explained as follows. There's a great difference between worldly or secular duties and transcendental or spiritual duties. That is why Lord Gorasuna took the position of the topmost Jagat Guru and became the bridge for the worldly pious people to enter Vaikuntha Dharma Setu. Then a little of a disciple named Dharma Setu. I like that. To be the bridge, uh, the bridge between worldly and secular and transcendental spiritual duties. The word Mahadira is explained as follows. Gorasundra did not follow the path of argument, rather he re-established the path of the Vedas. He did not preach or display the restlessness of mental speculation based on sense gratification like an ordinary karmi. In other words, he did not instruct anyone 
to achieve temporary mundane perishable happiness. To conquer the urge of one's tongue, belly, and genitals is called dhira or self-control or acceptance of chitandhi sandhyas. Restless persons devoid of such self-control in the form of controlling the urges of the mind, body, and speech cannot understand anything about the transcendental topics of devotional service to Hari. Thus they invite various false arguments through the help of their mundane knowledge. Since Gaurasundar did not encourage such false arguments, he is most sober and is worshipable by sober sannyasis. Hmm. He is situated far beyond concocted ideas and is therefore called Mahadira. All right, and this was uh, Madhya Lila, chapter, chapter one, uh, text four. And then, uh, yeah, I myself, uh, topics like Dira or being undisturbed and sober are not so attractive to me. In the Bhagavatam, we find that Dhritarashtra attained a stage of being Dira, uh, where he became unaffected. After he left home, after Vidura chastised him, he left home, went away to the north, to Himalayas, and then he began to meditate, and he became completely detached and, and sober. Yeah. But we are looking really at... Uh, that's only a temporary position which we're cultivating to be detached. Uh, we are... Our real thing is to cultivate attachment to Krishna. Therefore, the topic Dira is not so interesting to me. Uh, okay, Ask, someone is asking about surrender. Definitely, there must be something about surrender. And, um, sorry, I have to, the program loses it every time, and then I have to open it. But we'll do that, surrender. So, So, he quotes the Sveta Svatara Upanishad 6.18 and says, Yo Brahmanam vidadati purvam yuvai vedams cha prahinoti tasmai tamhadevam atmaburi pakasham amukshur vaisharanam amplapade. Because I desire liberation, let me surrender unto the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who first enlightened Lord Brahma in Vedic knowledge through Brahma's heart. Uh, the Lord is the original source of all enlightenment and spiritual advancement. Mm. Yes, surrender. Uh, surrender is particularly a meditation when we are uh, struggling a little bit, when we have personal agenda versus the agenda of the uh, Supreme Lord. Uh, 
when we have separate interests from Krishna, the more we make our life, uh, align our life with the desire of Krishna and... <laughs> and the interest of Krishna, then, uh, then we don't need to think so much about surrender. Then we just think about how to do all these things for Krishna. We become more preoccupied with uh, uh, so much to do in all this service, and then the question about surrender uh, barely comes to our mind. Yeah, because our, our real interest is serving the Lord. And uh, so much to do. Um, but yes, he gives uh, examples of, from Scripture. The surrender of Bali Maharaj comes up. Uh, on the strength of non-duplicited surrender to the lotus feet, oh, sorry, of Nietzsche and the Ram, a living entity achieves freedom from the conditioned state and becomes qualified to assist Sri Nichananda in his ten forms of service to Gora Krishna. Sri Thakurnaratam Das has sung. So, uh, okay, these ten forms, I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but it includes the, uh, so we'd have to look that up also. Um, but it is quite clear um, that without the mercy of Lord Nichananda, Lord Nichananda is the personal servant of the Supreme Lord. So by taking up personal service to the Supreme Lord, that is non-duplicit surrender to the lotus feet of Sinichananda. Then one can become free from the conditioned state. Okay, let's see what else there is. Okay, so this is about the marriage of Lord Chaitanya. Uh, and... Uh, during the marriage, Lakshmi was carried around Nimai oh, seven times. And yes, in the marriage, not three times, seven times. Hmm. As they placed her before him, she offered him obeisances with folded hands. As they finally exchanged flower garments, Lakshmi and the original Ryan were very, very pleased. After Lakshmi offered flower garlands at the, at the feet of the Lord, she offered him obeisances with full surrender. So that is the in the text of Chaitanya Charitamrita. So she served him with full surrender. Um, so the topic of surrender is is simply. Um, somehow or other, uh, give all our prana, our tadiyavacha, our, all our energy, all our possession, all our, our intelligence, everything. And looking at 
And here's the first year, Yatamam Prapadite, Tamstatai Bajami, Ammamavart Manavartante Manushi Partisarvasa. As all surrender unto me, reward him accordingly. Everyone knows my, everyone follows my path in all respects, O son of Peter. Just still. <clears throat> Then the commentary. Lord Sri Krishna, using Arjuna as an audience, is here in refuting the arguments of opponents who may say, isn't the propensity for discrimination also present in you? You award devotional service only to those who surrender unto you. But do you award the one who is full of material desires? But I am speaking this verse in reply. The word yata indicates those worship. Um, indicates those who worship me either with material desires or without material desires, whom I simply reward accordingly. I give them fruits according to their worship. In other words, I bestow mercy on, on them, but I do not re neglect even those ambitions, persons who reject me. Um, sorry. I do not neglect even those ambitious persons who reject me with the desires to enjoy the fruits of karma, worship various demigods headed by Indra. Yeah, so. Um, as we uh, surrender to the Supreme Lord. Um, We are uh, giving all the fruits of our labor to him. So we have to practice this surrender. It's not, uh, not such a big deal. Because Srila Prabhupada has given so much engagement, so all we have to do is just take up this engagement and then the internal resistance may be still there during the engagement, but eventually uh, we will become, uh, eventually we'll become uh, surrendered to the Supreme Lord. Okay, let's look at another question. Oh, it takes a while. Okay, yeah, I could look at Tadiya also. First, let's look at Tadiya. That's nice. Uh, da -da 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 -da. Here we go again. Uh, other Acharyas. Yes. And now we type in Tadiya. So, in relation to the verse uh, about Sri Advaita Acharya would enthusiastically worship Krishna with Tulasi Manjaris and Ganga water. So, the Gautami commentary, the Gautami Tantra is quoted in the Hari Bhakti Vilas 1110 as follows Tulasi Dalamatrena Jalasya Chudukeena Va 
Fikrini Tisvamatmanam Bhakti Bio Bhaktivat Sala. See, Krishna, who is very affectionate to his devotee, sells himself to a devotee who offers merely a tulsi leaf and a palm full of water. Tulasi Manjari is a Mahabhagavat and Tadiya Vastu, that which is related to the Supreme Lord. Gangajal refers to the nectar emanating from the lotus feet of Lord Krishna or the ingredient used in worshipping Krishna. Various foodstuffs are offered to Krishna with Tulasi Manjaris, which are very dear to Krishna. And Ganges water, which purifies three worlds. Okay, so that was a little bit about Tadiya. Let's see what else we have about Tadiya. More about Tulasi as Tadiya and Tulasi Manjaris. And that and we find in the Chaitanya Charitamrita and the Chaitanya Bhagavad that they always offer Tulasi Manjaris. So now, now and then now we refer to Tadiya as anything belonging to Vishnu in a later verse. But over a whole, we see a lot of reference to Tulsi, to Tulsi in relation to Tadiya. Okay, I'll try to teach you all. not coming up. Okay, what else did you write? Okay, mercy. How to give mercy. Let's see. Give mercy. Okay, yeah. While describing the nature, oh, sorry, I have to do it again. Uh -huh. While describing the nature of Gora's mercy, the author has written, even a most proud person becomes extremely humble by the mercy of Gora. Even persons who are intoxicated with pride due to material wealth give a royal happiness to live in the forest and are abundantly available. Yeah. Mm. Okay, even persons who are intoxicated with pride due to material wealth give a royal happiness to live in the forest and worship Hari. If the most alluring objects desired by material the persons are abundantly available to persons who have received the mercy of the Lord. 
they could easily abandon them. Why to speak of royal happiness? The devotees of Krishna consider even the happiness of liberationists insignificant. And the scholars of Navadvip saw the wonderful progress in Iman Pandit. And his victory over the Dikvijaya in this way, they desired to confer on him. The title, Bodhisimha, and thus his matchless glories were declared. Bodhisimha means the great, great lion. Yes, so to, to preach, we have to come forward. We have to be willing to, uh, to just stand up for Krishna and to speak out. You friend of the helpless in an ocean of mercy, kindly give me your audience, for I'm in a precarious position. So this is asking for mercy. Um. Madai has today obtained from you the piety that I've accumulated. Sinichananda Prabhu said, Madai has not committed any offense against me by creating mischief. Madai has Madai is totally obtained from you the piety that I have accumulated by serving you in various ways, birth after birth. Therefore, you're for, yeah, forgiven. Therefore, the offense Madai has committed. Yeah, like this, we, uh, anyhow, I will, uh, I'm just sampling a little bit. Uh, what I'm actually doing with my book is I'm cataloging the, uh, these uh, topics and uh, we're doing of, of the whole Gaudiya Basha and then uh, whatever is relevant, I'll work it into, uh, into my book. That is the plan. But the cataloging is not ready at the moment, so that's. Uh, but I'm engaging someone in doing that, yes. And uh, yeah, I like this a lot of work in in making a book about the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Um, but just as Sri Bhakti Siddhanta is is uh, absorbed through his Gaudiya Basya and how it helped him to always remember Krishna and to always meditate on the mercy of Lord Chaitanya. So in the same way, I'm also helped by speaking every day, even if, even if some days it's like I'm more tired or less time to prepare. But anyway, uh, somehow or other, we do something every, every day just to keep a connection. No. With the with the supreme, and so we are remembering Lord Chaitanya, 
and all the words spoken by his devotees and commentaries and so on uh, for the sake of our purification. So I will be back tomorrow. Thank you. Hare Krishna.